One, two, three, four. Palapalooza. Palapalooza. We're talking to you. I'm Palapalooza. This episode of Palapalooza is brought to you by Top 40 Guitars and Santee. They sell all the big brands, including Marshall, Fender, PRS, Charvel, and Ernie Ball. They also do amp and guitar repairs with full setups for only $49. Top 40 Guitars is located right down the street from Palapalooza at 8774 Cuyamaca Street, Suite B. Learn more at top40guitars.com. This is Palapalooza Podcast. We're here with Elephantricity. Welcome, guys. Thanks for having us. Our first night session of uh, 2021. Oh, nice. It has a good ambience to it. How did you come up with the name Elephantricity? I think it was it was basically just kind of wanting a word that was like a unique word and not a real word, I guess. Sure. And then I think, I don't know how it came up to me, but just like elephant and electricity and they just paired up well i think there's no like deep meaning that we know about yet to it wise energy yeah (laughs) i think it harkens back to uh our old band alex and i were in a band called the young gents and uh our name was very i don't know it felt kind of casual you know what i mean it feels like all the good names for the albums and the bands were already taken yeah and so we were like i think we were looking for names for like months and we're like, how did the Fall of Troy come up with their name? And Alex is like, oh, they opened up a textbook and they just like picked it. It was a history book. So we were trying to do that. And we're like, okay, deoxyribonucleic acid does not sound <laughs> sexy. <laughs> um, and so Alex came up with the idea that um, Californication is sort of a combined word. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, okay, what works? Like uh, giraffe and we're like, okay, that's freaking ugly. And then we're like, elephantricity. And we all looked at each other and just started busting up. And we're like... Uh, we're definitely throwing out that name, and then it's the whole—it's the only name we kept coming back to. So it just ended up sticking because we thought it was funny. I love it. We just went to uh, the music box, coincidentally together, and we saw uh, Moxie and Loon. Uh, who are the others? Uh, Thunderbeast and Thunderbeast. Mrs. Henry. And Mrs. Henry, yeah. Yeah. For the record, I don't know if they're all local, but Thunderbeast is uh, is a really cool local band. They are incredible. We just featured them and Moxie and Loon too. Check them out. I think you'd like them. <laughs> What are you guys working on? You just dropped a new single, right? Pizza Box Fort. <laughs> Talk about names. Yeah. That one actually, there's like a meaning to that name. What's that? My uh, my girlfriend was at, she works at Woodstock's Pizza. Okay. Shout out again also. For, thanks for all the pr- Some good free pizza, pizza babe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woodstock's should uh, sponsor us. Yeah. Absolutely. And she was having, I think she was having a panic attack. So in order to like quell like, you know, those, the, the anxiety, she started right. making like a, a up for out of pizza boxes <laughs> and so i was like oh that's interesting that'd be a cool name pizza box for it so a comfort zone yeah it's actually a really good way to alleviate stress <laughs> let's try you, it you've got a list of like preset like song names like in your phone right oh I, I yeah feel like you got a list. I, I feel like we, we, we talked about this and he's like oh i've got a list of them so whenever we get them written we just kind of look at the list and it's like that one what was, yeah. the, what was the other one that i was uh, finding pretty funny tigers and kimonos yeah the album cover for that one is really cool. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? We were driving back from the gig that we played, um, I think like a month ago or something like that, driving through North Park, and just like on the side of one of the electrical boxes is the tiger 
like from our album cover, it looked exactly the same. We were just like, what are the odds that someone would like tag the side of this or graffiti the side of this electrical box the same way that the tiger on our you know, album cover yeah. was done. So it was just, so we got to go back like with a guitar and like take the same pose as like the geisha yeah. in front of that tiger. Yeah, absolutely. Cause the tiger is like in the exact same pose <laughs> as like our album it's, art. It's really crazy. Can yeah. we please play a show where we're all wearing kimonos? I'm down. I would just be really excited right now. That's like a bucket list for me. How do you describe your your music? It's intricate. It's for sure thoughtful. Yeah, and thoughtful. It's sort of, uh, I mentioned like math rock. I don't know if you guys would label it as that, but describe your sound because it certainly is unique. Well, how do you guys go about writing? Because I write on top of what you write. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of math So your rock. guitar. Yeah. That's, that's speaking. Guitar number one. Guitar number one here. Lots of harmonies. A lot of harmonies. And you guys harmonize a lot, and that's, that's really cool. I like it. Um, we write a lot of songs with... Um, jazz chord progressions i mean at least personally i try to learn like a spanish flamenco song and then i just start chugging on it and making it intense and progressive i think a lot of the chords that me and nate kind of at least some of our favorites they're like uh seven chords right minor seven major sevens but instead of have all four notes just like knock out like the fifth or something or the third and it becomes like a three note chord and that sounds a lot better through like through electric guitars when sometimes you have like all four strings it can kind of get a little messy right especially when you start adding those like higher uh, uh diatonic notes but like we'll just like take like a, a jazz chord like nate was saying chop out a couple notes so it still has kind of like a spicy flavor to it but it like it's more punchy i guess you know how did you guys decide to go that jazz route are, are you all self-taught i'm self-taught i i grew up uh, you know, playing guitar and switched over to drums uh, in like middle school or something like that. And I played in jazz bands and I played professionally when I was a little bit younger. Um, and then I picked up bass a couple of years ago. And so I, it kind of like, I pull the same kind of like jazzy kind of influence. And like when I'm writing on top of your guys's parts, my only objective is to just like not get bored, you know? <laughs> right. Right. Because <laughs> I feel like I just, I can't do a simple bass line. It just doesn't, it doesn't feel right for me, you know? I mean, you got these guys having so much fun. Yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't just do these boring 16th notes or right. eighth yeah, notes. Yeah, no, right? it doesn't, it doesn't do it. And your drummer too. What's his name? Ed. Ed. We've yeah. got a shout out, Ed, who is uh, hopefully listening. Kid's got some skills. Not too bad. Uh, where, where did you find Ed? <laughs> Craigslist. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me? Where all the great musicians are. Oh, right? I didn't know this. This yeah. is news to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We didn't think we'd be friends like 10 years later, but in our old band, we were playing and uh, we were kind of having creative differences with our original drummer. Okay. And uh, I think I was the last to go, but everybody was pushing me. Nate, let's just try a new drummer. Like, let's just try. So I was like, all right, find one. I don't know any. And then Alex found one in like within a week. And Ed showed up and like killed it. And we're like, all right, that makes sense. We all just clicked. It's the power of Craigslist. <laughs> it just right instantly there. like felt good playing with him. You know, like he just, uh, and I think he like took the initiative, which a lot of other people don't who audition for a band. Like, I think he learned a couple of our songs first, which goes to show a lot right you know, doesn't it it definitely does i've auditioned some people and they're like kind of clueless and then you have other guys that that learn your whole set and it's it really does make a difference yeah the first impression what are you guys working on i think i believe you have an ep and a couple singles right that you've released in the last what two years or so i don't know if i'd call it an ep per se um we came out with an ep um a long time ago and uh i don't know 
how it resonated with people. And I feel like the way things are going in the industry right now, everything's very bite-sized. You know, people are watching like one episode of this series on Netflix and then they're like waiting. And I'm not really sure if binging is, is the right word for the music industry. So I just decided single and then leave it alone. Let it, you know, kind of soar. And then about a month later, we released another single. So uh, oh, okay. I'm thinking for now, unless you guys have a vote on this, because it is a democracy. <laughs> but um, we've been kind of just doing the single thing and just, you know, putting it together and seeing what happens. I feel like uh, you're right. The singles, uh, the single route is the way to go. Is it just the attention span of uh, the average listener? Do you think songs should be one minute these days? I mean, that's kind of what I was getting at, but we kind of failed at that because our songs are all four or five minutes. Yeah, I think the, I think the length of the song being like five minutes is cool because like you get to sit in that vibe for a little bit. But when you're only releasing one at a time, it's like you kind of get to sit with that one thing. Whereas if you if you spend all the time to write like a ten song album and then you release that, then it takes you like it would take us like you know a year or more to like write another album to come out with. And so it's like, well, instead you could just drip you know, singles, and so it's like people are always getting something new to listen to. Right. Any shows coming up? Yes. We have the Casbah, right? The Casbah! Yeah. When's that? Uh, January 7th. Okay, dope. So and you guys then... are rehearsing for that. Where do you guys practice at? <laughs> we go to this guy's mom's house. Yeah, thanks, Mom. <laughs> to Mom's house, really? I don't she know, it's not out. too far from here, yeah. Thanks, Mrs. Padilla. And then we'll do little couch uh, rehearsals at, like, our pads and stuff like that you know and also ed sometimes we practice at his aunt's house yep Just thanks to the family, moms and aunts huh? yeah absolutely not, not paying the rehearsal rent you guys are smart <laughs> no way man you just bought a house we were talking off the mic congratulations yeah thank that's you. incredible yeah, yeah we should do great. a full band practice in your condo in, in my North condo Park. yeah <laughs> I think we should wreck your place yeah for I, sure, you know man. i already feel bad for my neighbors because it's just like the low i know that the low frequencies are just like vibrating through the walls and so i'm trying to keep it down as low as possible but sometimes it's hard especially when i go to slap and stuff you know it's <laughs> you can, i think you that's can only do thing. so much yeah <laughs> <laughs> like they wish maybe they eventually they'll like come that. over and they'll say hi and like they'll bring cookies or something and be like can you please play quieter like <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they'll bring an instrument you guys can that play together would be, yes that would be cool too i look forward to seeing you guys play you, you guys are going to perform a song here obviously uh, shortly what's the name of that song puma suede yes you guys and your names <laughs> all right so and cool is that a five minute or I five, think, I think so, minutes? yeah, actually. I think it's a five-minute. We, we cut the intro minute, for tonight, but <laughs> it's actually like six. And you guys are going a little cleaner, right? I mean, you have your amps here, you have bass, so it's going to be two guitars and bass, but no distortion at all? No, I Just, mean, this guy normally has like ten pedals that he plays with, so... <laughs> out of your comfort zone a little bit, right? Which yeah. is kind of like what we, we like to do here, you know, yeah. acoustic or clean or yeah. something different, you know? Yeah, I mean, the only thing I usually ever use is a pog. And outside of the pog, I don't, I don't really do too much. Yeah. So okay. it's like a heart, like a octave pedal. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a '90s kid, so I was thinking the pogs, the oh. game. <laughs> I don't know what you were talking about. And then I was thinking the pod, you know, line six pod. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 pog. Yeah. It's like an octave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just got, it's got, it's like the basic one, so it's got a high octave and a low octave. Okay. I use that just like sparingly. I, I like my, I like how my bass sounds. I don't want to, you know. Sounds good. Yeah. Where do you guys record? Well, uh, this last time around, we recorded with uh, Bo Burchell from Seosin. Are you familiar with the band? 
Yes. Okay, super cool band. Um, they're kind of like post-hardcore, but about as mainstream as you can take it. Super, super good music. Um, but Bo's one of the uh, directors of the band, and he produces for wow, them. And I didn't know the... you recorded them. Yeah, it was kind of a big deal. I don't even know how I got a hold of him, but I, I just kind of messaged him on Instagram, and I didn't even know if it was his real account. Like, it could have been a total scam or, like, fraud. And they were like, okay, uh, send a de- Venmo deposit to this account. And I was like... All right, I better fact check this stuff. And it was like the real deal. So. Yeah, but the dude was, I mean, he was amazing. He did a fantastic job, you know, like moving us around. And he's got so much equipment in his setup where, you know, we'd go to record something. He'd be like, oh, yeah, you should try maybe like this amp instead. And we'd like listen to it. And he's like, okay, listen to this and then listen to this. And he's got a whole board where he's just switching between all these, you know, analog amps that he's just got out. And it was just like such a cool experience. That's incredible. Yeah. Is yeah. that fr- in his house that you recorded or does he have his own studio? He's got, I think. I think it was like a garage attachment. Yeah, he's got like a three car garage that okay. he um, that he soundproofed, and he just turned that into his professional studio. You know, you'd think it was like janky, but it's really not. It, it's great. It's tons of boutique amps and sweet guitars and custom setups, and I don't know. I couldn't have asked for any more. Yeah, exactly. Just a short drive out to Temecula. Oh, Temecula. Okay, yeah. I was going to ask. Very cool. Anthony yeah. Green was he there? <laughs> we talked about him. He's still singing for them, right? Or no? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he he's is, doing huh? that in Circus Survive. Circus Survive just came out with an EP. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool, man. We'll have to check that out. It's totally different. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool that you teamed up with Seosin because I, I listen to you guys and I would that would be in my top 10. Like, you do have that similar kind of sound. We were talking Follow Troy. Right. Dance Gavin Dance. You know, I don't know. Do any of those offend you when you hear uh, me compare you to, to them? Or no, definitely not. not at all. Troy. No, no, no. Hey, He's it's like, a thank really. you. That's yeah. a great fucking name, <laughs> <Yeah>. Follow Troy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's you guys have that intricate sort of sound, and it's it's cool. It really works. Any other bands that sort of influenced you guys? Hail the Sun. part of the same scene so will swan from dance gavin dance started his own label called blue squan uh records and uh the first band they signed was stolis which are wicked cool but they're not around anymore and hail the sun is still going so they kind of upgraded to equal vision um but they're kind of the same uh vein as us well with the singer of course (laughs) for a dream show who would you guys open up for I mean, I, w- I wouldn't say it could be like any bands, like period. I would like to open for like the Chili Peppers would be cool. I'm like a Chili Pepper fan from way back. There you go. But Chili Peppers. It would be. Well, I mean, we got some funky stuff too. So, that, you know, um, I don't know. What about you? Uh, Mars Volta, man. It's, oh yeah. It's, it's oh, been, yeah. yeah. Okay, wait, wait. I take back every every thought that I had before that one. Yeah, Mars Volta would be freaking sick to open for. When's the last time they put out something new? Uh, it's been a couple of years. It's been a little bit, huh? Yeah, yeah. I was listening to their stuff on the way over here. <laughs> I think they're uh, stirring things together. They're trying to get the original lineup. Awesome. So I'd be excited for I that. I think they just did a re-release of one of their earlier albums, the one that had Roulette Dares on it. Oh, that's my favorite album of all time. I'm trying to remember what they did. They like did a remaster of like some of the like unfinished songs on that album, and it's pretty good, yeah. This episode of Palapalooza is sponsored by Rock and Roll San Diego. Located behind Soma at 3360 Sports Arena Boulevard, Rock and Roll San Diego offers rehearsal rooms, video production, recording studios, lessons, rentals, repairs, and more. Extra amenities include a community kitchen, a pool table, showers for touring musicians. A big thanks to Shannon and the crew at Rock and Roll San Diego for teaming up with Palapalooza. Learn more at rockandrollsandiego.com. 
we'll dream with you guys, all right? So that was your ultimate show. If you could bring a band or musician back from the dead. For me, I think Jeff Buckley. Jeff Buckley, he, uh, yeah, he, he was, uh, just his, his vocal style, his singing was pretty extraordinary. You know, when I was younger, I remember, like, the most, one of the, because, you know, a lot of the musicians that I really liked, you know, were alive and doing stuff before I was alive, but but one of the musicians that I definitely remember was like Jimmy the Rev Sullivan from Avenged Sevenfold. When he passed away, that was a that was a bummer because they were a big you know influence for me growing up. That so, was a big one. Yeah, yeah, he's a killer drummer. Oh yeah, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, for me personally, uh, yeah, I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this, but uh, I'm gonna say John Lennon. There you go. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, really, really talented uh, songwriter. Um, Great singer, great guitar player, pretty well-rounded. Yeah, he got shot a month after I was born. No kidding. Goes to show how old I am. Did you visit the spot? Yeah, actually I did. When we went out to New York in uh, 2008, the Dakota, yeah. mm-hmm. the hotel where he was shot, yeah. If only J.D. Salinger didn't write Catcher in the Rye, you know. <laughs> so all that stuff just blows my mind, yeah. you know. Yeah. You guys t- seem like you like older music for the most part. Yeah, Music I was raised on Led, time. Yeah, Led Zeppelin, for sure. That was a big Zep? big thing for me growing up. Is that yep. one of your parents that turned you on to Oh, him? yeah, my yeah. mom, huge Zeppelin fan. I remember being really young, and um, Zeppelin was doing a like short tour with John Bonham's son, filling in on drum set. And uh, she went to the show, and she was telling me about it. I was like, you have to take me. And I was like seven years old at the time, and she was like, I'm not taking you to the show. I'm like, why would you do this to me? <laughs> so, yeah. Did you go? No, I did not go. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I know I got screwed out of that one. We always wonder about that because, uh, unfortunately, the whole situation with the... Uh, who's the hip-hop artist that got sued recently for the big, uh, uh, you know, a bunch of people died at a show? Oh, oh Travis Scott. Yeah, yeah Travis Scott. Yeah. yeah, there was an eight-year-old there. And our daughter is eight. And me and my wife are like, what the fuck are they doing? Like yeah. bringing an eight-year-old yeah. to this show. And yeah. I always wonder like what a, an appropriate age is to bring a kid to the show. I guess it yeah, depends. It, you got to judge. It's pretty young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember. Uh, if it's Celine Dion, you know, I guess it's all right. You yeah, gotta, I wanted to go see Joe Jackson as a little kid, you know, but like it's a different kind of show, right? <laughs> uh, I think my parents dropped me off to, do you remember Street Scene? Yeah, dude. Back in the day. Downtown, 91X, I think, put it on, right? Yeah, my dad took, like, me and my friends, and I think we were probably, like, 14. And I felt pretty young at the time, but it was fun, you know? But, like, a yeah, hip-hop show, like, just the rowdiness, it's pretty... I hate to judge, but, yeah, that seemed a little... Yeah, anyways. Street scene was fun. All downtown, all outside. Yeah, like Snoop Dogg, AFI, Jimmy World. That was... I saw Snoop at 4th and B. Oh, just hot box, dude. Yeah, I just bet. like, yeah, a huge just cloud of smoke all throughout <laughs> Fourth and B. It was incredible. Uh, moving on here, if you could wave a magic wand and make one band never exist. Oh, God. What a fun podcast. <laughs> We're going to piss some people off. Uh, oh, my God. Okay, so well, let's think big. So you know? I, I, I guess think, like, I'm going to think big because, like, you know, there's enough people that like them that my opinion isn't going to matter. I've accidentally seen Journey like three or four times, and it's go. always by accident because I'm always trying to see the band that they're playing with, and I end up at the show, and I'm like, "Is that with Steve Perry singing or the the new guy?" I just I've never been okay. into it; just has never really done it. <laughs> That's why you say that, dude, because I always say, you know, "Don't stop believing" is like one of my. I, I DJ, so like yeah. every time I DJ, uh, yeah. maybe I should just stop playing it. 
Well, it's kind of my fault. Only if I'm there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll blow away journey now. When the lights go down. Thank you so much. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> Not to hate, you know, everyone, no, yeah. everyone not. says everyone's I mean, doing their very, music. Very talented musicians, for sure. Steve Perriott sure. is probably Absolutely. one of the best rock vocalists out there. Yeah, and they've had some very good drummers. It's just like the, yeah. the song and the, it's just, it doesn't do it for me. But, yeah. <laughs> Any other hatred from, from <laughs> come on, get, it's, that don't make me be the one with the harsh opinions here. <laughs> well, it's oh. like, uh, what's that band? I'm blanking on the name right now. Uh, it's named after the guy. They got that song Trippin' Billies. Everyone talks about their drummer. Oh, I love Dave Matthews' band. You can't uh, say that. You can't do that. I can totally say that. <laughs> I don't know. They come on at work, and I just always make them skip it, and every song sounds the same. I've and seen them live seven times, bro. You freaking nerd, Ryan. I thought we were friends. This is definitely affecting the friendship. I know, yeah. This podcast just ended the band. <laughs> My brother who listens all the time, just such a huge DMB uh, Dave Matthews fan. And uh, we've gone a couple times. It's, it really is. Have you seen them live? I'm just curious. No, I have not. It, it really is that kind of band, right? Yeah, Where you see absolutely. them live and they're like this incredible, you guys are all great musicians. Yeah, I think you would have like a different respect for them live, maybe. But I get it. Like, I've heard that on this podcast before. Like, maybe his vocal tone is, is kind of annoying. Or, I could see that. You know, I, I could see, see that, that too. But live, like, uh, God, what's their drummer? Car- oh, Carter? Oh, yeah, Carter Beauford, or Carter Buford. I might be butchering his last name, but yeah. Incredible, right? Yeah, I got a, when I was playing drum set, I mean, I played for a long time, so I had a DVD of his, and just, like, watching him play, very inspirational for me, for sure. We're going to spend but, an hour talking up Dave Matthews now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, anyone from over here? I couldn't, like, think of any one yeah. band, but a genre. I think it's just like the mumble rap genre. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Get rid of that. Missed out on my kids' life for you, and I got accept certain. Damn kids, we sound like our parents. I know. Right? I, Damn kids, getting that at that age. I now. feel like it's a little bit different. Like we're complaining about mumble rap, whereas like in the '50s they were complaining about like Elvis shaking his hips. Yeah, like, I feel like it's a completely different generation i mean in the in the in 20 years it's it's not going to seem that different (laughs) that three-dimensional hologram (laughs) artist (laughs) what a bastard yeah exactly we'll do a quick rapid fire and then we're gonna have you guys jam all right all right it's christmas favorite christmas movie the hebrew hammer (laughs) okay (laughs) i'm jewish okay okay yeah fair enough Happy uh, Hanukkah? Is that starting yet? Or? Yeah, it just okay. started a few days ago. So Happy Hanukkah, I think man. we're on night three or night three. four, something like that. I don't know. I didn't light any candles tonight. So do you, okay, so every night you light a candle? Is that the tradition or? Uh, that's the tradition. Uh, I'm not sure that's what we do, you know, diligently. We've actually got like a Velcro menorah. So every day we okay. Velcro a candle on like we did it. <laughs> okay, how funny. <laughs> <laughs> Is it kind of like the the Christmas Advent calendar tradition? Is it similar, or I think I think uh, the menorah dates a little further back, but <laughs> I think a thousand kinda... years ago. <laughs> right, right, right on. Well, happy Hanukkah. Thank you, thank you. Um, you know, I got to throw out the, the the main one, which is uh, Home Alone. Yeah, the Home it. Alone That's movies. Really it's just like you can't. You it's know. the first one we watched this season. Yeah, last exactly. week we put it's it on. Such a classic. Yeah. yeah. Keep the change, you filthy animal. I'm gonna have to go with Die Hard. Die Hard. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that's good too. I think Bruce Willis officially said Die Hard is not a fucking Christmas movie. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. 
Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I consider it one. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Beatles or Stones? Beatles. Yeah, Beatles. Beatles. Uh, Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? NSYNC. NSYNC. Yeah. I gotta go with the Backstreet Boys. Oh, man. Backstreet's I've, back. All right. I know. I had an ex-girlfriend that always called me. She said I dressed like a Backstreet Boy, and so I was just like, I gotta go with you it. You guys need to say <laughs> bye, bye, bye to this guy. Zeppelin or Skinnerd? Zeppelin. 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 Stairway or Freebird? I guess you guys would Freebird. Okay. Yep. I agree. Uh, probably Stairway. Yeah. I'm probably gonna get a lot of hate for this, but Stairway for sure. Yeah. All right. Just doesn't rip as hard as Freebird is all I'm saying. Well, isn't it like a six-minute guitar solo? Yeah, absolutely it is. <laughs> absolutely it I is. I mean, that's like endurance we're talking now. Yeah. I yeah. think that full-length song is like, what, seven-plus minutes? Yeah, it's almost but ten. But then there's a radio yeah. edit, right? Yeah, yeah. Worst mishap at a show? Uh, <laughs> I had one pretty recently. Um, we were playing at Navajo Live that mm-hmm. same gig. And uh, my amp was great the whole show until the very, very last song. And it's the first time we ever played it. Um, so halfway through, I just hear, a and uh, I couldn't get my amp to kick back on. It was like really, really quiet, like something was going through, but I didn't know what happened. Wow. And uh, it a turned tube? out a, a tube. Yeah, you, you guessed it. Yeah. I should have called you, man. An EL, <laughs> EL34 or EL84 or uh, uh, what are the little 606? Ones? Yeah, it's EL84. probably 606, yeah. I think. 606. <laughs> a fender. We had, uh, was that your fender? Was yeah. that this guy? Yeah, that was this one right here. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. I mean, I've only got one. I'm not really a backup kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, true. Right. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's a bummer. That's a bit of a tough thing to deal with live. Yeah, I'm really lucky it just happened at the end. Um, we didn't really recover from it, but we kind of just moseyed on, and these guys kept playing, and I just looked sort of stupid on stage, but uh, <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> we, we did have an amp catch on fire practice. One wow. time. Yeah. You guys was. are shredders, We're man. Shredded, Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> Whose amp was that and what happened well, there? Well, it was your guitar. So something about you playing into those amps does something. <laughs> <laughs> but it was your amp. It's yeah. amp, it's the pick. And I I smelled <laughs> right. it and I'm thinking to myself, because I I blast my amp to be as loud as them, and I'm smelling it and I'm like I think that's my amp, but like it does that sometimes. It's fine. And then and then we look over and we see the smoke and Alex is like, Oh my god and I was like, I was smelling that. He's like, Why didn't you say anything? I thought it was mine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's surprisingly. That's yeah. pretty crazy. We've never had any like amps blow up on us yet until then, surprisingly. But yeah, for me it's just probably like a pedal or yeah. the whole pedal board going down. Right. That's a quarter it. inch cable slipping out or yeah, something. Yeah, like right? out of the million that you have on your pedal board, so you don't know which one it is. And yeah. How use... many pedals are you rocking on stage? No, oh, it's like a motherboard. Oh, I just got a custom board built um, from a guy up in LA, and it's 13 pedals now. Wow. But it's so streamlined. Like, that sounds like a lot, but it's so streamlined. Like, you did like, no, a that really is good a job. Lot. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it is, I'll be the first to admit it is, it is probably more, it's definitely more than I need, but. I do like tuner, delay, and. Uh, Another tuner. Another tuner. <laughs> backup tuner. No. To calibrate your no, main tuner. No, that's cool. I mean, you guys truly have the sound that that calls for some effects. And I, I would assume you have delay live, right? Yeah. Some rad delay. Yeah. Very cool. A couple more for you guys. Uh, reveal something about yourself that most people wouldn't know. You don't have to get too personal, but... I uh, once did a 10-day silent meditation retreat in Joshua Tree. <laughs> was ayahuasca involved? It was... Comp- no, okay. no, no, not that one. Just it's the, 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 other, the other kind of retreats. That was the yeah. mo- that was what Moxie and Loon would have been doing. Uh, another local band. They talked okay. about their ayahuasca retreat. Yeah. But that's cool. How was that? How did you uh, come out of that? Just, it was, uh, uh, it was a cool. changed man. Yeah, it was intense. Um, 
I think the thing about it, it's like you're kind of forced to like just be within yourself for 10 days, not talking to anyone else. And you kind of just are able to kind of take a step back and realize for me anyways, like my problems aren't as big as I think they are. It's just kind of like a projection of, you know, my ego or whatever. And right. it was, it was cool. I'd like to do it again. When was that? That was in uh, May. That's awesome. May. Man. Yeah. Of this last year. Yeah. And it's completely free. Like it's uh it's run by like a, you know, like a group in Joshua Tree. There's a bunch of different ones across the world, but it's free. They feed you, they house you and everything. Um, and you can't donate unless you complete a course. So they keep it like just uh, people get a big benefit out of it. You can donate if you want to. But it's called, really it, do that. It's called Vipassana. Vipassana. Vipassana meditation, yeah. How do you spell that? V-I-P-P-A-S-A-N-A. Vipassana. Vipassana. Yeah. I might leave the family this December for 10 days and go try it out. <laughs> yeah. It's intense, though. There was like there was a guy who had never meditated. He made it through the 10 days. And then there was a guy who was like his third retreat. He couldn't finish. So it's pretty intense. Like you're sitting for like eight, nine hours a day. So you're just sort of just being there. Yeah. 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 And there's like a technique that you follow that the teacher teaches you and everything like that. Like but breathing and everything? Or? Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Yeah. So. And how far away is the nearest person from you? So they're, you're all together, but you're not, you can't talk to one another. And how many people are there? There was about 40 at this one. And this was during COVID. So like they had to, they had to make the class smaller and everything. But generally I think the classes get like to like, you know, 50, 60, 70. Wow. Yeah. That was fun though. That's good to hear that they don't charge you because I don't think there's a lot of overhead involved, except yeah. for the food, right? Yeah. They're not trying to rip you off. It right. seems to be a, a good intention. Exactly, yeah. There. That's, yeah. That was the whole thing. It's like if, you know, the guy who started the practice didn't want to make money off it because then it kind of like contained, you know, the, what the message they're trying to put through. So That's pretty cool. Yeah. Right up there in Joshua Tree. Mm -hmm. I feel like just cruising around Joshua Tree could be beneficial and oh, yeah. therapeutic in yeah. itself, let yeah. alone just... Yeah, it was Sitting. insane. It was like super windy every day. Was it at night? You just the wind was howling, but it was like you know the the temperature was comfortable and just be out in nature and so that's right. I enjoyed it. Awesome. What the hell was the question? <laughs> uh, something something that people wouldn't expect from you. Yeah, that's right. Reveal yeah. something about yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. You wanna go next? Yeah, why not? I mean, mine's not that super cool, but uh, I get really really bad anxiety. And uh, public speaking or playing on stage kind of just amplifies that, right? Really? Um, yeah. And so uh, music is sort of um, like a way I can stick it to myself, like, you know, face my fears and um, conquer it. And it's funny that uh, no matter how much you practice or how much you prepare, um, you always go on stage with a ton of butterflies. And when you walk off, you feel better. So totally. I try to enjoy the moment and not just, you know, blink and it's over. Right. So. I would agree. I wonder if you ever get over that. I wonder if Mick Jagger gets butterflies. I guess it depends on how much he drinks, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he does think anymore, but I'll be honest. I used to drink to deal with anxiety on stage. I haven't drank for a while, a few years, but um, it helps. There's no question about it. A couple drinks, you know? Yeah, I think it's like for, for someone like that, it becomes less of a... Less of a fear thing or a butterflies thing and more of just like a pure adrenaline kind of thing. And when you think about it like that, you know, it's it's less of a fear thing and more of a like, yeah, let's go do this thing kind of. Right. Kind of getting fired up. Yeah. Um, I teach tax law, <laughs> <laughs> which is weird. And, but I love it because like 
uh, next week I go on tour, like up and down California to go teach at a bunch of different places. So I'll be here in San Diego and then I'm up in LA County. I have like four places that I'm teaching all day at. And then I drive all the way up to San Jose and I have five locations up there that I'm doing. And so it's fun because it's, you know, when I graduated from high school, I wanted to be a professional musician, but I realized that like the money that you make just like playing music professionally is kind of tough. It's tough. So I went this finance route and then I got a job offer to teach and it just became a whole thing. And so I love it because I get to get up in front of people and perform and I get to talk about something that I know about and I get to make a little bit of money, you know? That's very cool. It's fun. Yeah. I love it. You're not an attorney. Not an attorney. No, I'm a an enrolled agent and a certified financial planner. So I'm I'm able to practice before the IRS. I just can't take you to tax court with me. That's some exciting shit, man. I, I love it. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's cool. Yeah, that's excellent. Uh, can I hit you up for some? Uh, Dude, call me. Please accounting call me questions or call anything me like anytime. that. Anytime. I'm really? more than happy to help. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. My newest thing is the uh, solar panel tax write off. I know oh, that's yeah. not much of an intricate. Uh, topic or anything but it can be i get to write off 26 percent. yeah which is cool this year too bad you didn't do it last year but you was know. it more last year yeah it was like 30 percent last year really yeah they change it around it just think it'll keep going on. down as the years uh i think they might bring it back up but yeah it's it's set right now to jump back down i think it'll go down to 24 percent or 22 percent in 2022 unless they pass the new legislation that they have right now so we'll see what happens but yeah cool i may add some panels down the road so I can I can write that off as well, right? Absolutely, yeah. It's the thirty percent. <laughs> well, it's the credit on that, whatever amount you put in. So, yeah. Let's see. Do I have any other text? We can do. We can do these all you. day. I love it. Yeah. Have your followers reach out to me. <laughs> You're charging them by the hour, right? Like for this advice? <laughs> no, this is free. This is a thank you. Thanks for having me on here. I'll shoot yeah. a little video for you. That bro. works for me. Are no. you a CPA? I'm an enrolled agent. So oh, okay. we it's basically like you have <laughs> We're you boring have the same, all the musicians that are yeah. listening right now. <laughs> Unreal. You have the same like representation rights. The only thing that a CPA can do that I really can't do is they can like audit corporate books and every CPA on this that ever watched this is gonna be like, I hate this guy. But um, that's the only difference really is they can they can audit corporate financial statements right. and I can't. But most go. people don't need that, so cool. just go see an EA, you know. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Y'all are cool. It was nice chatting with you, Nate, Alex, and Ryan. Elephantricity. Love the name. Uh, love the style. We're going to jam a song. We're going to move the mics around a little bit. Uh, I want to shout out <laughs> Fender. <laughs> you hear that? Dump, dump. Yeah. That's, that's my dog, Fender, whacking the, uh, the boom stand. Uh, I want to shout out our uh, sponsors, Rock and Roll San Diego and uh, Top 40 Guitars right down the street. Yeah. Thank you guys for supporting the podcast and uh, watch this on YouTube. We're going to shoot some video, a night sesh, a very holiday-esque night session with uh, Elephantricity. Let's do it.
One, two, three, four. Palapalooza. Palapalooza. We're talking to you. I'm Palapalooza. Palapalooza.